Do you like scary movies and watered-down true crime? Then this is the podcast for you. We've been best friends for almost 30 years, and we've been getting high while watching movies together for most of it. Now we want to share that with you. So pour your white wine on ice and prepare your bud any way you choose. Because what would be girls' night without a little THC? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of THC True Hollywood Crime. I'm your host Mariah. This is your host Bailey. And we're still breathing. Breathing through spooky season. Happy spooky season. We're still going. Fuck yeah. One every week and it's so funny because I just got done editing the 100th episode. Hopefully you guys have already listened to it. And so to me it feels weird because it feels like we just did this. This like is, today because it, you've been we it's been in my ears. Well, that's it. This is kicking it way back to the beginning when we were doing this every week. It's a little unhinged. What was wrong with us? It, it was COVID. <laughs> it was the middle of the panini. Right? We had nothing to do. Oh my gosh. But also would we be at like 200 episodes? Forget it. By now yeah. if we did it every week? Imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, Episode 101, we're officially in triple digits. So what did we decide? Is it season two, episode one? <laughs> Every hundred episodes <laughs> is a season. Yes. Welcome to season two, episode one, everybody. <laughs> and that's why we have our new cover art. That's right. We have a new logo. Hopefully you guys noticed. Hopefully you guys love it. It was designed by my 13 year old. Yeah. Incredible. So we have our own private graphic designer. I love how much it captures us. Yeah. Looks, I mean, it's our pictures, but like, it looks like us. I like, I think we took that during COVID because you had sure. your, we both have the colored the co- hair uh-huh. and the glasses and, and our the glasses lips. and our lipstick. And we have our, um, our THC wine glasses. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's so cute. It's perfect. I love the weed green. I love the white lettering. Yeah. I think my kid killed it. I love it. Yeah. So if you guys need any logo work done, let me know. Maybe Hit I'll hire them out. Uh-huh. And so we've got the new graphic. You dropped an intro on us. That's right. Hopefully you guys like the new intro song. And that was because of listener requests. Everyone wanted the intro back. Mm-hmm. It will not be a custom intro every time, though, guys. I can't do that. But I'm making a, a standard intro from now on. And that's the goal. I'll just put it, tack it onto the beginning. And besides all the new looks for the podcast itself, we're in a new location. That's right. First time in the new house. Yeah. Not bad. No. And we're kicking it old school because we're in particular on my bedroom floor. Uh It's incredible. This is like first episode shit. Yeah. Uh The first few episodes before we realized that um, it wasn't. What was it? The it, echoes. It wasn't the or... echo. The echoes weren't from the room. It was from the fact that we didn't know how to use our microphones properly. <laughs> because what we used to do was sit between the wall and my bed. My bed's pretty high up off the ground. It's a king. You had like blankets on the wall. We had blankets surrounding Everything, us. Yeah. We were in a little like corner <laughs> doing this shit. Trying to cut down on the echo before we realized it's because we had the mics turned the wrong way. Yeah. And now we can podcast anywhere because it's it's really not the room. It's right. the... But eventually we'll move this out to the garage. Which is going to be incredible. I can't wait. My husband's setting it up for us. It'll be a nice little kick it area in there. But tonight, 
first podcast in the new house. We're kicking it old school. All the floor, baby. So fun. I like the floor. I don't know. I was always, even as a kid, I was always on the floor. I don't, I mean, I like being on the floor. I just have a bony butt. Oh, yeah, that's not a problem for me. I know. It's the fucking tailbone because I'm an animal. <laughs> no, it's just, just how you're built. What do you do about it? That's always just been a pain in the ass. <laughs> awesome. I don't... How did we ever think of things to talk about every week? I, we're so boring. I don't know. Rinse, wash, repeat. I know. What do you thank, guys want to hear about our work week? Thank God for my shitty news. We could tell them about your bloody hands. You massacred <laughs> somebody at work today. I did not. She. I just made... I put hot pink on her hair. But I did it in the shampoo bowl. So her hair was already wet. I already washed her hair. I should have put gloves on first because once your hands are wet, there's no putting on those latex gloves. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So I had to just take one for the team. Just raw the team dog being it. me, I had to raw dog some <laughs> client's hair at the salon and put hot pink on her hair and mm. that shit. If anyone knows anything about direct dyes, meaning your pinks, blues, greens, purples, that shit instantly stains. So you're covered in pink. Mm-hmm. It's let believe it or not, it's less pink than when um, I was at work because every time I washed my hands, a little bit more comes would come off. off. Yeah. So by the time I'll take a shower, a lot of it will come off because of the lighting. Though it looks bloody. It looks blood red. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's hot pink, but you know it's worth it. Hopefully she appreciates her money piece. It looked real cute. Yeah. All right. I know. I don't have much to go off of. I've been watching Love is Blind season five. What? Have you? Yeah. Is it good? It's getting better now that they are out of those pods. Uh Uh-huh. And they don't spend much time on vacation in this one. They kind of like rush them through the vacation and get them right to the apartment. Yeah. But it is good. There's, I mean, spoiler alert, if you guys don't want any spoils of Love is Blind, there's a couple, they hit off in the pods, obviously, because the guy asks her to marry him. Mm-hmm. The minute that they come out of those pods, his whole personality flips on her. Ugh. And he just becomes so weird and cold and awkward. And I'm watching, I'm like, this motherfucker hates her guts. And she's super cute, like curvy, big boob, like blonde, like her skin looks so soft. Like, So has he said why? It's- okay, so then they're on vacation and they're because she's trying man she's trying and trying and trying and trying until she's finally like what the fuck is going what on? happened to my person and he said it's because when he saw her um on the big reveal all the the makeup that she had quote caked on her face fuck off. was so disturbing to him Because he's like, who am I even proposing to? Like, she must be the fakest person because of all this makeup that she can't be her true self. And she's like, yeah, well, I haven't worn makeup at all while we've been on vacation. He's like, yeah. And I like it so much better. You look so much better like this. Then treat me better. And it doesn't matter. She's like, well, fuck you, though, if I want to wear makeup. He's like, everything will be fine if you just don't ever wear makeup. Oh, you can't control me like that. Yeah. And she's all fuck off i'm gonna literally do what i want that's awful so luck i mean she walked out because girl you deserve so much better than that bullshit of course that was such a wild thing to say oh my god and just how hard he was willing to double down and he was just like did not see the problem right he's like uh He's all, I'm communicating with you. What's wrong? All you have to do is not wear makeup. And then like, how is that wrong? Oh, that's what it was. He's like, 
how is me wanting you to look like your natural self? So he's like in a gaslighter. Totally gaslighting her. He's like, how is that a bad thing that I just want your natural face? I'm telling you that you look prettier in your natural state. And And you're you're telling me me. that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. So luckily she saw through that bullshit and told him to go fuck himself. Well, cheers to that. Because God damn it. I was so angry. I was like yelling at the TV. I was you just took the words out of my mouth. I'd be screaming at the TV. Run. And then there's another couple who they have exes on the show that they didn't know that each other were going on the show. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting because they're not that far of exes. Like they were hooking up a couple months before the show. They talked in the pod. Yes. And they she recognized his voice right away. Uh huh. And she's all so and so, da 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 da. She's like, you do this, you do that. It's like started naming off family members yeah, and yeah. stuff. He's like, who the fuck are you? But she, but they didn't know in advance. That's what they claim. Okay. But then it comes out later because, of course, this is love is blind, right? Of course, the girl that he wants to propose to mm-hmm. really hit it off with his ex in the house. Yeah. And so that becomes a whole thing. And then his ex gets super weird, like really weird and clingy to her and starts Mm -hmm. telling her every detail about his life. And she's like, bro, I kind of wanted that to be like part of the journey is discovering who this person is. You don't have to tell me about his fucking dead dog and his grandma and where he lives and the car he drives. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just got super weird and it weirded her out and they got into a fight and then she walked out on the show. Come to find out because you know how love is blind if they have like a break or whatever, they love to like reunite them at some point, mm-hmm. like over lunch or whatever. <laughs> and uh, that, yeah, that coffee date. Yeah. And she and he basically told her like, dude, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want it to seem like I was talking shit about my ex or disrespecting women or whatever. But basically, she's like a psycho. Like she would stalk him and do all this like crazy stuff and. He was just basically like, yeah, she's she's no good. So he tells you about all of that. They don't get back together. But all of the all this stuff about like how crazy she is. So now you're watching her on the show with her person that proposed to her. Uh-huh. And you're like, where's that crazy side at, baby? OK, well, that's very, sounds- very interesting. Yeah, my concern was the reason why I didn't go into it hot was because with all the backlash after last season, all the drama. Yeah, I know. I was just I was afraid it was going to feel tainted. But this sounds like but another. at the same time, I feel like with all of that stuff coming out, we're at the point now, season five, where contestants have uh, I guess they're not contestants. Um, well, what else would they be? It's a game show, isn't it? Kind of. I mean, it's a dating show. Yeah. I, Anyways, the people on prize. the show. Yeah. What's the prize? The marriage? Pe- yeah. <laughs> the prize is true love. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like at this point, though, you know what you're getting yourself into. The first few seasons, mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. Yeah. You didn't know how shitty it was going to be. But yeah. now I feel like if you're going on there, you know what's up. Yeah, true. So very interesting. Okay. Do you have any reviews or? No, that's my review. Love is yep. Blind season five. I think I'm on episode six or seven right now. Perfect. So I'm still watching it, but... Other than that, I haven't. Love is Blind is kind of the only thing I've been paying attention to. Well, because what more is there? I mean, oh, I saw. Oh, oh. My God. I See? Okay. No, this is not Hold a review. Out. This oh, is not a review. This fine. is about your reviews. Oh. <laughs> I saw a TikTok of this guy that I follow who 
like does a lot of like he'll like movie lists and like movie reviews and he just talks about movies right okay and he was listing what on the internet right now they're saying he was listing the scariest movies oh i can't wait can't wait i want to say he was doing i saw one where he did the scariest movies of 2023 and almost every single movie that was listed were movies that you gave horrific reviews to i love it he put on Skinner Marinky Dink. Fuck your face. He did the fucking, was it Hell House or whatever? The Frat House Well, you one. can go to Hell. Um, Hell House he, LLC. Yeah, he did. And there was like a few more too that I can't remember. And I'm like, B just ripped those to shreds. I hate these people so and much. And some of those movies that you ripped to shreds ended up on like the scariest movies of all time. I know. List. I, I, so all time. I know. Over I, the Exorcist? What are y'all talking about? And then there's also the list where it's like proven by science. They like right. check people's heart rate and Yeah, I think that's what he was talking and about. And that fucking <laughs> snore. Even like, even like the conjuring or in insidious, which are in like the top five. I'm all have y'all ever seen a scary movie? I know. That shit is not fucking scary. So that's why I believe these people. They sell me on the internet as they do. That's their job, right? They are yeah. there to pitch to me what they think is the product. And I fucking buy it every time. Yeah. And I can't wait to give you guys my reviews this week. Well, let's do it. What a perfect transition. <laughs> uh, right. And since we're doing things in a weird order tonight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. Why not do my reviews before the news oh okay mm -hmm. and because i had mentioned on the last episode what am i trying to do like a horror a day a horror a day that's what you're trying to do a horror a day a horror a day and i wanted to keep it within the theme of tonight's episode yes so i really focused on like myths and legends Ooh. um and feeling kind of nostalgic I started with 1998's The Curve with Matthew Lillard. The Curve. The Curve. Okay, you're going to have to tell me what it is. Okay. It's Matthew Lillard, Carrie Russell, Michael Vartan, and it was originally named Dead Man's Curve. It was described as like an, it's basically like an old college campus legend where if your roommate commit suicide you automatically get a 4.0 for this semester i don't think i've ever seen this well good even matthew lillard could not save this movie that's saying something it really is i'll watch almost anything with matthew that's why i saw Except his for scooby doo i don't like him in scooby doo yeah i saw his face and i was there and i see i'll fucking watch scooby doo i'll watch it yeah but i'm not like nope this shit was painful so basically spoiler alert lillard and his dorm mate they kill their other dorm mate Okay. Who's a piece of shit. Like, okay. good riddance. Kill that motherfucker. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just such a bad movie and bad acting. Damn. And I that's know. 98, Matthew 90 Lillard. And oh. Carrie Russell. It's the peak Matthew Lillard. On to more garbage. I watched Lantern Lane. And this one got my attention because the, like, visual, the, what are those, tail clips? What do people put on the internet to like the little pictures? Oh, the thumbnail. Th there you go. The thumbnail, <laughs> you know, whatever. 
It yeah. looked cool. The yeah. mask was creepy. Ooh. It's like a woodsy, spooky, mm-hmm. whatever. So I'm sold immediately. And so this whole thing is high school friends are trying to like reconcile. Um, they've graduated and kind of started to grow apart. So they come back and they go to Lantern's Lane. Ooh. And that myth is that one night this old man doesn't come home. And so his wife goes out looking for him with the lantern. Mm-hmm. And they both end up being killed by a serial killer. Okay. Okay. So now if you go and you park on Lantern Lane and you turn off your lights, you'll see the lady like walking around with the oh lantern. Oh my God. How quickly would we be at Lantern oh, Lane? Oh, forget it. Every weekend, yeah. baby. Uh-huh. But that was it. That's basically the only good thing about it. Because from there, you just have horrible acting and horrible friends and people you don't care about. <laughs> when and did I, that come out? I didn't get a date on that one. But I feel like it was recent. And it's on yeah. Hulu. Okay. Um, Apparently, there's a dark horror anthology situation, which I believe is also on Hulu. And I've seen other movies from them but i didn't realize it was part of like a series or whatever okay so like last thanksgiving they came out with the pilgrim yes right so it's part of all that okay so this one specifically season one episode 11 is called school spirit okay but not like yay yeah like a ghosty exactly i get it Mm -hmm. i'm with it this one was okay it's got a fairly fun story. You've got these bad kids that are in detention mm-hmm. and the ghost doesn't like bad kids, Ooh. but it's like a pirate because that's the school mascot. Mm, okay. So, I mean, it's not the greatest, but compared to Lantern's Lane. Yeah. <laughs> the pirate's kind of a wild choice. Mm-hmm. Maybe like janitor, <clears throat> teacher, nope. principal. No, nope. the pirate. That kind of reminds me of something that you would see on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh-huh. And then I was I was thinking about... Or like a Goosebumps? I don't know if my kids would, are too desensitized <laughs> for Are You Afraid of the Dark? I feel like they have newer ones and maybe that would be better. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to see. Or maybe remember, the newer ones are more PC and would suck. And if we can find the old ones, that might be better. Yeah, because I remember watching... What was it? Snick, right? Saturday Every. Night Nick. Every Saturday, Every Saturday religiously. Night, and it always ended with, are you afraid of the dark? Of course. The and blowing I, out of the candle? Yeah. Forget and it. And the thing into the fire. Oh, my the God. The stuff that turns the color yes. of the fire. And I remember it being like legitimately creepy. Oh, yeah. When you're a kid. Of course. So how old do you think we were when we were watching that? Film? I was definitely in elementary school. So. But I mean, we were both pretty desensitized elementary school kids. So I feel like if we still felt like it was creepy, then Mm -hmm. it was pretty creepy. Yeah. But that's so like, would I have Violet start watching it now? No. Yeah. Maybe the Goosebumps movie now. Mm -hmm. The one with like Jack Black. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Are You Afraid of the Dark Man? That was the best. And I always save every Saturday night. I got a pack of Ho-Hos. I saved them for Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. I watched all of Snick. Yeah. Until the last one. And then I'm like, okay, I can eat my ho-hos now. Right. It's like you're just scared enough. And you have that bite of that ho-ho. And you're like, yeah. okay, I'll be okay. You enjoy your ho-hos while you enjoy a little scare. Well, speaking of ho-hos. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew somehow ho-hos was going to be This in there. movie is basically. Filled with ho's. Um, like trying to scare you out of premarital sex. Yeah. It follows. Not going to work. 
Okay, so it follows. I think I've seen advertisements for that, but I don't know if I've ever actually seen it. So the whole idea is, is whoever has it, the only way to get rid of it is to fuck someone to pass it on. Is <laughs> gonorrhea? Is that what it is? And then you have to hope <laughs> that whoever you pass it to doesn't immediately get killed by it because the second that person dies, it comes back to you. Do we know what it is? It is some kind of... Demon? Sure. Okay. Because it can change itself, but it's always naked. Well, I guess it's not always naked, but a lot of times it's naked. What is it? It's like, it looks like a human? Yeah. Oh. So... Is, is, Is that what's trying to fuck you? No. So the girl has a boyfriend. They're super into each other. They fuck. He knocks her out, ties her to a chair, and explains to her that he just passed it to her, and he's so sorry, and how she needs to live. Otherwise, if she dies, it comes back to him, and he has to do it again, or he's going to die. And then he's all like, you're a pretty girl. You'll find someone. Like, go pass it, and just make sure that they don't die. I got to be honest. This feels like a very, like... Like hidden Christian. Well, that's movie. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like a PSA to like it's not very Christian coded. Yeah. Uh huh. But to have all these naked demon things chasing yeah. you and trying to kill you, that's wild. Yeah. And also, it's not going to work. People are still going to have premarital sex. I know. So, I mean, that was something. The 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 naked boogie people were kind of cool. I guess I don't know. All right. And speaking of boogie people, I watched The Boogeyman 2023. That I have seen. No, The there's, Boogeyman. There's a, and I think there's a few. This is the most recent one. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this is the newest Boogeyman. Okay. 2023. That's right. I do remember the old one where they like, I think, he comes out of the closet and stuff. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is based on a short by Stephen King. Oh, okay. So a family is mourning the loss of the mom. And they start to experience weird shit in the house. And the boogeyman likes to feed off of their grief. Okay. So Very Stephen King. Yeah. It's suspenseful with some jump scares. But, I mean, as they always do, you you see the boogeyman and you're like, well. Just like we talked about last week. That's that. And I will always stand ten toes down that Stephen King isn't. I don't want to say it's not scary, but he always is rides that line between like horror suspense. Oh, absolutely. And weird, like sci-fi. Weird. And then also a lot of the stuff is almost like coming of like it to me isn't scary. That's like a coming of age story. Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's a gangbang. I mean, what's oh. more coming of age than that? Yeah. Okay. Um, And speaking of gangbangs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> No, the people, the my end note on the boogeyman is the worst part for me was the other teenagers in the movie. Oh. Like, they were the real boogeyman. They were fucking awful. It's so Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's very Stephen King coded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Light as a Feather. It's a TV show. Yes. This I saw. Really? Yes. Okay. It came out during COVID. Well, tell me what you thought. I don't remember. <laughs> but I thought it was fine. It was. I it, like it. It was kind of like, um. Not Gossip Girl. What's that other one that everyone likes so pretty much? Pretty Little Yeah, it's liars. very like Pretty Little Liars-ish. So what I like is the twist on it. Yeah. So 
Obviously, based on the whole light as a feather, stiff as a board. Which we've all played. Every girl slumber party. But the twist is, so right before whoever is laying down to be lifted, they describe their death. Mm -hmm. Right? How each girl's going to die. And then they do light as a feather, stiff as a board, stiff as a body or whatever. Right? You're dead, stiff as this, whatever. And then each girl actually dies that way. Yes. So, yeah. Thought it was just it. That's fun to me. Yeah, like, that's a good time. And it has the same idea of it follows where there's like a designated person and they have to like pass it on. Yep. So that to me, that's like a fun, spooky season watch. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it came out during COVID, mm-hmm. and I remember watching it. Um, I think I just watched it. Oh, maybe it wasn't COVID because I think my kids weren't home. I think my older kids were at school. Zoe would be down for a nap. Yes. And I would watch it. Love it. No. Mm-hmm. So that's a really fun spooky season show. Another fun spooky season show comes from Mike Flanagan for his annual Netflix whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. He does one every year. It's hit and miss. Sometimes I like them. Sometimes I don't. This one is the horror version of Succession. <laughs> Hilarious. Right. Everyone recommended that show to you and you hated it. I did not hate it. I couldn't get into it. Okay. But I'm going to, I think I'm going to try again. Well, no, watch this. Okay. Watch this instead, because this is the horror version of that. And it's based off of Edgar Allan Poe. And it's a cool vibe. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. And just like I was saying about like the interview with the vampire, it's kind of sexy. Yeah. Sexy. It's Mm -hmm. got a mood. It's moody. When does it take place? Now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Modern. But it like Allen flashes Poe. back because it's like the family lineage, right? Oh, You've got to learn about the family and why they're so fucked up. I'm going to try succession again because I listened to that podcast shits and gigs, which if you that's guys. That's so cute. And uh-huh. I've never seen a male version of us before. Like I'm such a James and you're such a Fuhad. If we hung out, I don't think we'd have. Like, we'd just die laughing. That would be it. We would (laughs) just die laughing. I just, they so, they personify us so much. The point is, they love secession and they always give recap. Because even like us, they give fucking show Show recaps. recaps. Mm -hmm. And they love secession. So I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. Fine. Don't take my review. Well, no, I'm, I'm just fucking. I can watch both shows. Uh, and then you can tell us which one's actually worth watching. That's right. There we go. Which one's actually entertaining. Uh, Jackie had sent us the text. Our friend Jackie. About Slotherhouse. Yes. And I had seen it too on TikTok. So the reason why I didn't respond is because I had already watched it. <laughs> You're all duh uh, on it. <laughs> crazy? No, literally. It popped up on Hulu and I was like, just instant. Instant, instant. quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how slother house? Really silly. Of it's sloths that kill people. Of so it's not sloths. It is one a sloth. Yeah, one like it's cocaine bear, not cocaine bears. One evil sloth that just randomly gets poached from the rainforest, and they bring it and try to sell it for like an exotic thing or whatever. So the whole deal is is the girl in the sorority house wants more followers and more views because she wants to be the president. Okay. And so she's like, if I get an exotic animal. An exotic <laughs> animal. Yeah. <laughs> A sloth will do it. People love sloths. Of course. And it becomes the whole house mascot and they take it to the parties. Mm-hmm. And so any of the girls in the house that are mean 
to that girl. Oh, the sloth has her back. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. That's mm-hmm. a fun vibe. Yeah. So it's just sorority house, mm-hmm. slothy murder. What, Love like, it. It's, it is exactly what you'd think you'd get. And is it violent? Yeah, you don't get to see anything, but, but it's a enough. fucking sloth. They have those long nails. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Cut a bitch. You know it. You know it. All right, fun. <clears throat> Okay. And then I watched, I talked on the last episode. So Hulu did the, what is it? McCammy. Hor- McCammy Manor. What a snore fest. Oh my <gasps> God. Those people, it, all it is is people that went and did it and want to cry about it and right. want more attention for it. Right. The What did you think you were going to do? Yeah. The waiver literally says that they can do all these things to you. Well, do you want the tea? Sure. So there is a group of guys on YouTube specifically, but I see their like shortened versions on TikTok, obviously. But they have a whole YouTube series because they believe that McCanny Manor is a bit of a hoax. Mm-hmm. They think that the people that are like crying about it are like maybe in on it a little bit. So they seem like attention seeking. So like, they yeah. infiltrate. McCanny Manor. They uh-huh. don't. The people that run McCanny Manor don't realize that these guys are like filming behind the scenes stuff for mm-hmm. YouTube, and they like kind of pose it as like. I think they do tell them like we have a guy who thinks that he can survive, and I think they do pose it to them like we're gonna we want to prove that you are aren't a hoax. Like we have a guy that's willing to do whatever. So he shows up. They invite him out to that dude's personal like his house, okay. his property. Okay. And they put him through a bunch of shit and he does it no problem. And at the end, he's like, it's fine. It's uncomfortable. He's all, but this shit that you hear about, like they're pulling teeth and they're doing this and they're doing that. He's like, there's no way. Right. He says it's all a hype train. Oh, see. And that's why I was even more mad watching this. I'm like, you fucking signed up for it. You literally told him your worst fears and then you're surprised. Like, oh, my God, I'm claustrophobic. He put me in an ice chest. Like, duh. So the trick is, I guess, tell him the opposite. opposite. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm really afraid of donuts. Yeah, I'm terrified. <laughs> a feather comforter? Forget it. No, because yeah. they'll probably shove Smug. donuts down your mouth so you throw up. There you go. But, but yeah. anyways, who knows if it... Hey, have any of you survived McCanny Manor? Because that's the other thing. Does anybody know anybody who's really done and this? And that's it, because if you do survive, you're supposed to win money. And he's like, I'm not going to let anyone win that prize. Well, and there's like so many like loopholes and... And it's like eight to ten hours so there's people who have gone through it and there's always a loophole in the contract they don't get the fucking you don't get the money yeah Yeah. there's been multiple people who have done it and they didn't get the money Mm -hmm. so that's where i definitely see like the scammy part of it Mm -hmm. so it's interesting who knows yeah but either way don't bother watching the documentary the original documentary is really good i don't remember what it's called but it's good okay and then because i was just in the mood i was like that really bummed me out Mm -hmm. so i watched hellfest okay and is that a documentary or a movie? no it's a movie and it's about a haunted house experience oh kind of like the one you talked about last week mm-hmm. and uh it's like it would be so cool we would be there in a second yeah but all the build-up it's like you get to the last 30 minutes of the movie and you're like this is all i came for right mm-hmm. it's like porn yeah 
Just fast forward to the first round of bullshit. So, well, let's fast forward through my news. <laughs> Amen. News was fucking depressing this week. You gotta take week. a big drink of your wine so we can catch up with each other. That's easy. That's light work. Because it's, it's been a week, ice. girl. And well, it's been a week and this news wasn't helping. Oh, my Lanta. The world affairs aren't fucking helping. No. Well, and also Sam Neal, our guy, <gasps> he did not respond well to chemo. <sighs> But he is going to go like an experimental route. Might as well. Come on, John Kramer. Let's get it going. But basically, you, you could just tell by the interview. It's like he's not necessarily giving up, but he's also acknowledging that he's like, my my days are numbered. And that's, <sighs> I know. All right. I know. There's a reason I haven't seen that. The gods knew that that, that's be, some that shit would push I can't you over I'm, right now. Right? I can't fucking handle it. Well, I'm not going to make it any better <laughs> because fucking legendary threes company legend mm-hmm. Suzanne Summers lost her battle to cancer. Yeah. And Suzanne. she's a fucking icon. The best. She got fired from Three's Company for demanding equal pay. A queen. And, and then she brought us the thigh th- master. You fucking stole it. You <laughs> fucking stole it. Yes. That was literally the thigh master. Incredible. And I mean, I do remember watching Three's Company growing up. Uh, my mom loved that show. Yeah. But more specifically for our lives was Step by Step. Yeah. I loved her in Step by Step. Mm-hmm. I thought she was so fucking cool. And if anybody remembers this, she was a hairdresser and her hair salon was in their garage. And I remember thinking like, that's so cool that she's like at work and then she uh, just goes through the kitchen door and, uh-huh. and she's at home. <laughs> but yeah, I thought she was so fucking cool because she was a hairdresser. Well. And like a hot one too. She was oh, like yeah. a hot mom. And she'll forever be that hot mom in God history. God rest her soul. R.I.P. Suzanne Summers. Dude, love I you. love that like through the last like years of her life, all she talked about in interviews was like all the hot sex she was having with Fuck, her man. yeah. Like yeah. they were so in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thigh master was putting in work. Also, shout out to... um. Because we all have seen um, that Pamela Anderson, how she's aging like naturally and not wearing makeup. Oh, yeah. And somebody interviewed her and she was just basically talking about how proud she is of like her smile lines. And she's like, that means I've laughed a lot. And she's like, I hope they get deeper because that means I'm laughing even more. I think Vogue followed her prior to her going to a Paris Fashion Week event. Mm -hmm. And she said, she's like, I don't have a team. No one's in this room with me. Yeah. This is me. And I could have done my makeup. And I just decided why I take away from the art of the gown and this. And, and like, she was just so soft-spoken and well-spoken and just beautiful and, and also, authentic. And Pamela fucking, fucking Anderson. Anderson. She's got nothing to prove. She, I mean, in her prime was easily the most beautiful woman and in the world. And she still is. She still is. But I just mean... Like, that's an icon. Yeah, no. And I love that she's not, not to sound like the fucking guy on Love is Blind, because you can do whatever you want, but I love that she's confident enough that she doesn't have to, like, pack on the makeup and just, like, be herself. And that so was it. Cool. Yeah, she's like, I'm not trying to take away from the fucking beautiful design of these gowns and what I'm wearing and this and that. And she's like, I'm just going to let that shine through and be authentically me. Also, somebody brought up the good point, and I can't remember her makeup artist's name, but she had a very famous makeup artist who was the inventor of that 90s look, that thin eyebrow, mm. 
the brown. God damn that thin fucking eyebrow. With that brown lip liner. With yes. Like the, the dark brown. The whole like mm-hmm. pa- if you look at Pamela Anderson's makeup in the 90s, that was one makeup artist who invented that and became famous off that look. And it was her only makeup artist throughout her career. And she passed away a handful of years ago. And she said like, I don't know if she said. I've heard allegedly allegedly that she hasn't really worn like makeup or at least a full beat since. But like that makes sense. Like that was your person. I get it. Who else is going to do my fucking makeup? I get it. Yeah, I'm here for it. She seems like she'd be that kind of person. So we love it. What I don't love. okay, Is fucking Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, that girl is shitting where she eats. (gasps) Was she talking about Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. Well, is she having a bad experience, though? No, who cares? She I, mean, I care a little bit. is literally saying that it's a burden on her career and preventing her from the projects that she's more passionate no, about. I know, but I get that, though. Because the problem is, is that once people see you as one thing, it's hard to not be that thing anymore. But that's what so many people have to I, overcome. I know, but I'm. Just, she's also very young, B. Yeah, well, you want to talk about fucking burdens? How about the burden of waiting, what, two years? I know. Since the last goddamn that's season? That's not her fault, though. <laughs> but also, when someone's that young, and they, and because, so you don't work with young people. I've had a career of working with people younger than me, right? Yes. And I can tell you this when we were young, we were annoying and obnoxious and had dumb points of view. Yeah. And it's. It's a tale as old as time. It is. So when young, when people that age say that's some very shit, fair. that's like, that's obnoxious. I go, yeah, but look how old they are. They'll grow out of that. That's very fair. Fine. I know. Fine. I'm just trying to give her some. I, but I have heard that before. Like, there's some actors that it's really hard to find work after their iconic role. Yeah. But they're like, I can do more than just like that. after Jennifer Grey fixed her nose after Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, that's quite the same thing, but right, 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 right. Okay, all right, all right. Let's shift it into spooky. Okay. Scientists are reanimating dead spiders for research. Wow, fantastic! Love to see it. Right? Love to see it. Apparently, they want to use them like robots. No, what? After figuring out they can inject them and make the legs grab that feels like a bad idea fucking zombie spiders yeah that's how the apocalypse starts. zombie fucking spiders yeah. yeah this is the world is ending and we're calling it right fucking here yeah because it starts off as spiders and then oh, it's we just, people yeah just little grabbers no big deal then it's people then you get a you know what happens that fucking spider bites your ass yeah now you're a zombie mm. <laughs> congratulations uh in one of the strangest and most mysterious traditions at New Hampshire's Plymouth State University, it made the return. There's two pumpkins impaled on the spires of a large clock tower. And apparently this has been going on since 1970. Okay, the spookiest time in. Mm-hmm. I feel like the 70s were so spooky. Yeah. And so it's a decade long tradition with More all this. More than a decade, huh? Oh, well, right. With all this speculation and so it's like for that university, that's like their their myth. Who does it? Exactly. That no one the university no one for sure is. does it. That would be so fun. <clears throat> it says it's a well guarded secret. It's for sure the university. I love that. That'd be so fun. 
On October 17th, Netflix dropped their documentary titled Devil on Trial. What do you think it was about? I don't know. Maybe episode 82 during our Conjuring Christmas. Mm -hmm. Arnie Johnson. There it is. Right? So I was right. Possession. Exactly. You got it. it. You got it. All right. So it's all about the Arnie Johnson case. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Ernie. Uh, and new horror games to be released called Don't Scream. <laughs> the challenge is... Not to scream? There you go. I'm going to fail. I'm a screamer. You're hooked to a microphone as you virtually explore Pineview Forest for 18 minutes. If your microphone detects more than a whisper, the game starts over. Oh, and that's kind of fun. It is. Now, even better, it's inspired by 90s found footage horror and uses eerie VHS aesthetic for maximum spookiness. What if you, like, tape your mouth shut? There you go. I mean, I guess you could still go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My kid would fail it because my kid has been playing Resident Evil forever now. And, and they yelling. still fucking scream. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how many times are you going to play this game and not be scared? Uh-huh. And in more fun new horror experience news, um, fucking Vegas has a permanent haunted experience coming. Yes, baby. Yeah. So here's what I want. Can you tell me, does um, Meow Wolf do it? No. What's Meow Wolf? They're the people who do the one that you went to in Vegas. Area 51. Or no, Area 15. Area 15. Yes. They have... It's, other ones it's other connect, states it's yes it's connected to it yeah it's they're, gonna be they're ex- the shit no for sure they're expanding off of that it's huge it's gonna be the shit they started building it in january it's focused on fucking everything you can imagine so you're gonna have horror experiences yep um while having spooky ass bars and shopping. I guess we're going to Vegas. And dining. And it's, yeah. I guess we're going to Vegas. Uh-huh. So I don't know when it opens, but they. it sounds no. like they started it in January. We'll wait for them to open, and then we'll go during spooky season, because then we can also go to a Raider game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How exciting. What a time to be alive. Right? But, yeah, because they, so they have Area 15. Uh-huh. But they also have one in New Mexico, which, so Area 15 looks like a mini mart, right? Looks like a grocery store. Yeah. Um, the one in New Mexico looks like a house. Mm-hmm. And so you like go, like you can enter through the dryer. Exactly. Through the fridge. That's what we did. And mm-hmm. then they have another one that I can't remember, but there's like maybe Colorado. But yes. So I knew they're on it, man. Yeah. And I like the fact that it's a permanent thing because then it's going to be a really well-made thing. Oh, yeah. Because the ones that just pop up for Halloween, they're fun. But I mean, you're only going to put so much work into something that you have to tear mm-hmm. back down. And I feel like it's, also, I feel like Universal might have some rights to it because of the themes that they're going to use. Oh, maybe. Right? Like when you're using that kind of movie stuff. But also, know. that kind of sucks because Universal, I can tell you right now, has a Walking Dead experience that fucking blows so, yeah. up. Well, all right. I guess we'll just have to wait for that review. The spooky... I can give you a review. Oh, no, what? I mean like when we go to the new oh, one. Oh, well, yeah. the Walking Dead uh, that shit blows. in Universal. Mm-hmm. The scariest part is the line. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that as, as a funny way. I mean, when you're standing there waiting... They jump in and... No, 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 no. Oh. No, they don't. So you're waiting to be let in and it looks like you're in the like ransacked hospital. Okay. And you see the blood on the walls and everything. It, you're literally in a hospital hospital yeah. and the shit's everywhere and you enter in through the do not open mm-hmm. famous doors and then after that it's the most boring haunted experience 
of oh. your life. Oh. It's okay. way scarier to stand there in line and be like, oh, fuck, what are we about to walk into? Oh. You know? And then you walk into it and, and you're, you're like, like oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, and then I did, I forgot. I have a separate piece of paper. I see that. Um, Because I have to watch other things besides horror movies Lame. with Nick. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Well, I obviously completely forgot about it, even though we watched it last night. <laughs> and I just like, remembered I tuned out this piece of paper. Bill Burr has a new movie. A movie? Called Old Dads. Okay. I know. That's kind of what I said. Lou would love it. Okay. It's fucking Bill Burr. There are so many actors. Or no, so many comedians. Of course. Right? He's friends with all of them. Mm-hmm. It's funny easily one of my favorite humans on earth is bill burr it's funny as fuck and it's relatable because we're old as fuck yeah yeah and so and bill burr which is so funny because he's such an angry guy which i appreciate Mm -hmm. he's one of the few comedians who can keep up with the times yeah so as the times progress he kind of progresses with it versus a lot of comedians just double down on like this how this wasn't how it was in my day and that makes it stupid that he found such a strong wife oh yeah and that they actually made a person yeah that's changed him significantly for sure but not made him any less so funny funny. he's one of the funniest comedians ever yeah so it's a great movie yeah Mm -hmm. i was just high as fuck drinking wine and doing my nails also love it (laughs) love it as you should and then I, a couple, I haven't talked about tiktok too much besides it's horrible movie recommendations <laughs> but i got stuck on a tiktok account where they do normal movies mm-hmm. like for instance the notebook mm-hmm. and then they take clips of it and turn it into a horror movie trailer oh fun so fun yeah oh my god i watched that shit for hours it's hysterical they'll take all these classic movies Okay. And like Sleepless in Seattle. What's the name of the account? I have no idea. Well, look. Mm -hmm. But it's so clever Mm -hmm. to turn it into horror movies. Mm -hmm. And then another one is Torture Devices Throughout History. Oh, that's freaky. So just today I saw two that both made me want to throw up a little bit. Oh, great. What were they? Okay. So they're very similar. Mm -hmm. One is you're put in a wooden barrel and the only thing that's showing is your neck up. Okay. So inside, you're just left to piss and shit yourself. Okay. And then all of the disgusting bacteria and all that will eventually form the maggots that will eat away at you and give you all these horrible diseases. And unfortunately, it's going to happen probably faster for girls than guys. Uh, it's all going to be happening in this bucket. And no, I know. I just mean because yeah. we have a whole opening oh, of course. into our bodies. No. And then your head is just out and about for, you know, the rest of the world's insects that are going to come and be attracted by like, that Why smell. can't you just kill me? So slow. Is it possible to just your fucking kill me? Your body is decaying as you're still alive. You're Ugh. being eaten alive. All right. So by what's your, your second filth. one? This one, you're in a boat that's like covers your whole body but your arms and your legs and your head are out Mm -hmm. so that they get to be drugged through the water as they put you in like a cess filled what is wrong with people disgusting static type of water environment Mm -hmm. to like push the boat down but this time they 
make you drink a concoction of like milk and honey okay. to increase the diarrhea. Oh, perfect. So you're immediately like just shitting all over yourself. Great. And then they also cover all the exposed skin with the honey. Oh, perfect. To so insects and, and animals and whatever. It just really sped things up mm-hmm. and really kicked it up a notch. Wow. Yeah, I know. So Welcome fun. Season. <laughs> Dude, I had a hard time even with... um. Two, two of them. One was in Hook, the boo box. Mm. So when Hook does something you don't like, in the very beginning when Pan shows up to Neverland and he's on the ship with the pirates with Tink, and somebody does something that Captain Hook sees as a betrayal, he puts him in the boo box where they put him in a box, shut the lid, and then in a little hole they put like scorpions in there. And I'm like, oh, already I can't survive. Already I'm creeped out spiders the second one was ooh, i can't remember the name of it it is about dr jekyll and mr hyde i can't remember the name of it because it follows their maid and it's from the 90s and so it's basically the the woman who is the personal maid to dr jekyll so Mm -hmm. she's seeing this shit happening with his experimentation him turning into mr hyde it's a whole thing it's a great fucking movie okay but when the when that woman was a child, her stepdad was a piece of shit and he locked her in like, you know, that cupboard under the stairs. That's like a real tight cupboard. Mm. He locked her in there and he put a rat that's in a burlap sack in there with her. Ooh. So by the time the rat chewed out of the bag, it's it was pissed. pissed and like attacked her. Yeah. And, and it's hungry. And yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just like that happened in Game of Thrones, right? The not the hound. Who's the hound's brother? The mountain was like putting to torture people. He was like putting a rat inside of a pot on top of their stomachs. Yep, and it would eat and its way out. And the only way to get out the, is through the flesh. Yes, all of that shit freaks me yeah. the fuck out. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Just, yeah. Why can't you just kill me, man? Why would no. I do all this? So, and that a rat would do it a lot quicker. No, these are little tiny maggots. Girl, I know. So slow. It happens on Survivor, not like that, but it happens on Survivor all the time where they get like a wound. And they get. Especially old school Survivor. Nowadays, when it they're was savage. like, yeah, back in the savage Survivor days, they would get like a festering wound and yeah. there would be fucking maggots in it. And the, the medical team would be like, eh, we should probably pull That's, you. Yeah. That's so terrible. <sighs> all right. Well, welcome to spooky season. Now that you're nice and grossed out. <laughs> Tonight, we're going in opposite order for funsies. I love it. We haven't done this since... First anniversary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, B's going to go first with her movie, and then I will go through with my truth about the movie. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. Sure. We'll be fact checking. Fact checking. That's good. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, the game. We have a new rule in the game. Yeah. So if you want to play along at home, get your drink ready, get your smoke ready, get whatever you want ready and take a drink of whatever you're drinking or a hit of whatever you have handy. Anytime we mention a badass big sister, spill something, we cheers, right? Is that one of them? Uh, Is that one of them? (laughs) We mentioned Monk. We mentioned old episode of THC. Or new rule coming in if we say the same thing at the same time. Did you say badass big sister? Yes, that was okay. the first one I said. 
So B and I do this quite a bit because we have, if you're a new listener, B and I have been best friends since we were 11 and we are 38 now. So there's a lot of times that we finish each other's sentences. So if we do that, take a drink, and then there's a bonus seventh round just for the listeners. And that is when we, when you hear the name, title oh, yeah, the name of, of the episode. The episode. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that is yet because I don't title the episode until I've re-listened to it and did my editing. So we actually don't know, but you guys know. The title of our 100th episode could Fucking not be yes. more epic. But did you see how I wrote it? Yeah. How I typed it out? Of course. No, it could not be more God damn it. epic. Yes, These I wanted my spooky season season episodes have been killing it with yes. the monks. Killing it. Yes, the monks are coming in hot. And the fact that, so see, uh, episode 100 was, ni- we got 99 problems and a monk ain't one, which is what we said in the episode. But it just so happened that our favorite, possibly autistic, I don't know, definitely OCD <laughs> detective in the world, his name is Adrian Monk. So I did capital A dot monk because it looks like his name. Ah. <laughs> I know. I was really proud of myself for that one. No, it's all time. Love it. The, the gift that episode is. Uh, yeah. The title, the monks, that it was on Friday the 13th. It just keeps coming and coming and coming. We've had, Friday the 13th in October. And without you guys knowing, we've had so much shit coming at us. Oh, my God. Left and right field, just trying to fucking take us out by our throats. trying to survive at this point. Fight for our lives. To take us out. They're like, you want to enjoy this season? Fuck you. Fuck you. Here's this. Here's that. The fact that we pulled that out. (sighs) Child. And we keep doing it because at the end of the day... No matter what happens, it's an excuse for us to drink together. It's so silly. And we fucking need it. We kill it. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Not us praising ourselves. Well, that's what I'm saying. That might be what you get out of it. I get that and the therapy of listening to it yeah. throughout the week because yeah. I wait for the drop with everybody else. Yeah. How excited was I when I got that yeah. text? I was like immediately. Immediate. By the way, you texted me. 90 seconds after I posted it. Yeah. I hit post. I closed out my windows. I shut my laptop. And it popped up on my and phone. And then you texted me. And and when it pops up on my phone, it's just our faces. I know our <laughs> cute little, our cute little new logo. I'll see if I can take a screenshot of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I, like I got a flutter. Although it is pretty funny that when I went to go listen to, because I just wanted to hear the intro and my You're sick of it by now. You've heard it so many times. So I listen on Spotify. You listen on Podbean. Yeah. Spotify, when you're listening, it'll take the logo and make it the whole like backdrop of your phone. It is mainly my face, which I was like, uh, <laughs> I wasn't planning on that happening. So if you guys are listening on a, a site like that where it makes it your whole screen, it's, it's just me. Sorry. It's a little bit of B's face in there, you know? <laughs> It's a do-it-yourself podcast. There's only so much we can control. You do all the editing. You might as well get the. I guess just my face on people's screens. All right, we need to do this. Cheers! Cheers to episode 101, season two, episode one, spooky season. Let's do it. So tonight we are covering the classic movie. I mean, I saw we saw this in theaters. My love, it is 25 years old. 
Yeah, we were 13. Yeah, I was about to say, we've been friends for a little over 25 years. Yeah. I mean, we were 13 or we couldn't have been 12. When did it come out? 98. No, we were 13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were 13. I still saw it in the theater. I don't think anybody, because it's rated R. Well, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we saw it in the theater and um, it's crazy to think that like my 13 year old just made our logo. Yeah. And what were we doing? Going around seeing this shit? <laughs> and making round Spanish flashcards. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Yep, fucking up in school and sneaking in. And having in, so much fun. And sneaking in giant venti frappuccinos into the movies. Oh, yeah. And it was such a, like. What a treat. I know, but also, like, you had to balance it in your bag just right so oh. it didn't spill. Oh, uh, did we? I did that exact thing when we went to the Saw movie. Of course. Remember, I balanced my iced coffee yeah, right. in my backpack. I covered it. You asked why I had the saran wrap on it. Yeah. And you're like, so it doesn't spill? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've been wanting to watch this movie for years. This and The Faculty. Yes. It's so good. Oh my God, that'll be next. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's any true stories about The Faculty. <laughs> we'll wait for the alien invasion and then we'll find out. The fucking robot spider. Yeah. We'll wait for the alien invasion or the clones uh, to take over and then we'll do The Faculty. All right, hit me. Urban Legend, 98. It's a dark, stormy night. As Michelle is driving along a windy road, she's listening to her mixed cassette. Fuck yeah. That she worked hard making, recording oh. each thing, each song the pausing from the, the radio. Yeah. Oh my God. Belting out total eclipse of the heart. When she notices her low fuel indicator is flashing. <laughs> Story of my life. We make it to the gas station. We're sitting in the car. The attendant's filling up the tank when he notices something in her back seat. Concerned, he tells her something's wrong with her credit card and that she needs to come inside. And he's like trying to do her a solid. Yeah. I'm all, that's a real one right there. But because of his appearance Mm. and his stutter. (laughs) Stutter. Or like, it's like a speech impediment. She just assumes, like, that he's the baddie, right? So she freaks out, and she drives away with the fucking gas hose still attached. Also, one of my biggest fears. I always double-triple check, because I don't want to be that fucking idiot. I've never done it with it still attached, but I've done it with the flap. I haven't done any because I'm yeah. so worried about. Being I never met. I didn't even make it out of the gas station, yeah. but still, I, I like got in the car I'm and drove. I'm so and scared back. I'm going to be yeah. the idiot who drives off with the pump in it. Have you ever had your gas thing stolen? The gas cap? No. Yeah, I've had mine stolen off my truck. But I have. Whenever we get a new car, there is a couple of gas trips where I have to drive around a bit because I'm on the wrong side. Mm. And I ask the people around me, I'm like, "Can you see my gas cap? Mm-hmm. What side am I going to here?" Okay, so we're driving off. And we, the viewers, see the shadowy figure emerge from behind her. Terrifying. So this would be numero uno. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. So with an axe, he chops off her head. (laughs) I love 90s movies so much. We're just getting right Right to the point. Like, really, this is like five minutes in the movie. I love it. This is why we are the way we are. And then, boom, back at Pendleton University, we've got sex talk radio host Sasha, played by Tara Reid. 
the iconic. So everyone remembers Tara Reid from American Pie. Yes. But let's not forget that she's Bunny motherfucking Lebowski. Yeah. That's my favorite. And Mrs. Carson Daly. Mrs. Carson. Oh. What? She married Carson Daly. For real? Yeah. I do not. I bet I have blacked out of my memory. No. She's Mrs. Carson Daly, man. Wow. Put some respect on her name. My bad. Okay. You don't remember that shit? No. Oh, I do. All right. And then this is her friend group. Okay. We got Frat Boy Parker, played by Michael Rosenbaum. Okay. Journalist Paul, played by Jared Leto. Ah. God. Some might remember him as Ray Fernandez from episode 86, oh, oh, oh. Lonely Hearts. Bestie Brenda, played by Rebecca Gayhart. What yep. the fuck happened to Rebecca Gayhart? I don't know, but she always played a fucking bitch. She plays the best bitch. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean that with all the compliments, mm-hmm. but I just mean she always plays a bitch. Mm-hmm. That real bitchy face. Also, 98 Jared Leto. We're talking Ooh, peak Jared girl, Leto. Forget it. This is Jordan Catalano. Good girl. Natalie, played by Alicia Witt. And of course, the movie would not be what it is without prankster Damon, played by Joshua motherfucking Jackson. Child, please. I'm sad about his divorce. I know, but we have talked about him. I don't know what episode, but I had we talked about him because his wife at the time was in that great movie. Yeah. It was a long time ago. But now I saw that he was canoodling with Lupita. 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 Okay. All right, Joshua. So they're sitting in like a common area, right? Discussing an upcoming frat party at Stanley Hall to commemorate a murderous professor who attacked the campus 25 years ago. While walking back to their dorm rooms, Natalie and Brenda decide to stop by Stanley Hall and play... Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. And I will say this movie made college look so fucking cool. Yeah. College is not this, this cool. This is you like guys. what I would imagine an East Coast. Yeah. Like it would just look so slick and cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just had that 90s. I like, feel you, girl. It, college is not that cool. No, it's not. <laughs> they hear yelling from inside, but of course, it's just Damon playing a trick on them. Oh my God, Damon. Such a prankster. Natalie gets to her room when she's greeted by her roommate, Tosh, who's getting rammed from behind by some guy she met online. Yeah. And we'll all recognize this Halloween scream queen as Danielle Harris, better known as Michael Myers' niece, Jamie, from movies 4, 5, and Annie from the remake 2007, 2009, episode Whoa. 9, or episode 17. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And so close to Halloween, too. You know it. We got to have Michael's Crazy. niece. And if that's not exciting enough... We've got in the next morning, everyone's going to class when we're introduced to Professor William Wexler, played by Robert motherfucking England. Oh, my God. Sir Fred Krueger. Yes. From our episode 27. Yeah. Your birthday episode. There we go. And then he's, of course, teaching the folklore and urban legends class. Which is, if I were to ever Forget go to it. college, Forget it. the only class I would Forget want to take. It. He invites Brenda up to the front of the class for an experiment. Mm-hmm. What happens when we mix pop rocks and soda? Your stomach explodes and you die. And you die. <laughs> 
She's too scared. Who's not too scared? I don't remember. Damon. Yeah. Prankster Damon. He rushes for the opportunity of the attention. (laughs) He turns it into a big joke and he pretends to die. Everyone's leaving class. And then there's a big crowd gathering over a news article written by Paul about Michelle. And it's all speculating that she was killed by someone and that the killer is still on campus. Bump, bump, bump. Natalie acts as if she knows nothing about Michelle, but we found out later that she and Michelle were on the same cheer team in high school. We see her looking like through a high school yearbook. Damon is using the news of Michelle's murder to his advantage so he can shoot a shot with Natalie. You already know. (sighs) The big old cooler's coming out. You got it. He wants to go for a drive so they can talk about their feelings. Uh, Is that like the same thing as Netflix and chill nowadays? He wants to get laid. So they park in the middle of the fucking woods. All right. So where else are we going to do it? But of course, in a secluded woodsy area. Of course. Hygienic, (laughs) comfortable. It's perfect. Natalie's on to him, punches him in the face. Because <laughs> she's not having it. Good for you, Natalie. And he goes to shake it off in the woods. As he's doing this, we see a hooded figure come up from behind him with a rope. Mm. And then this is as Natalie's realizing he's been gone for too long. She gets out of the car when she comes face to face with the hooded killer. She gets in the car And the killer jumps on top of Natalie and or on top of the roof, I guess, the roof of the car. Mm -hmm. And she hears something squeaking against the the hood or the roof or whatever. It's, of course, Damon's feet. Yep. He's been hung from the tree, dangling just close enough that he can breathe. Natalie lunges the car into drive, killing Damon instantly and then knocks the killer off the roof she goes into reverse to back over the killer but when she does damon's body comes crashing down through the windshield okay so the killer's knocked out and natalie makes a run for it through the woods she gets to campus and reports to the campus police about the death but by the time they get back there all evidence is gone is his body still there no Dang. Everything's gone. Oh, that looks suspicious. So because Damon's known to be a practical joker, no one believes he's dead. Okay. They think it's a prank based on Wexler's urban legends. Yes. So Natalie's trying to piece this all together. She's realizing that Michelle died by the killer in the backseat legend. So she goes to her dorm room when she thinks she hears Tosh having sex. But in fact, this time she's being killed by the hooded figure. Yes. Trying not to be rude, Natalie sneaks by to her own bed and puts on her headphones and drowns out the sounds with like music. Mm-hmm. And when she wakes up the next morning in blood is written, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Okay. I love going second because I now can piece together Uh what thing goes with what urban legend. Yes. So due to no evidence of forced entry and the fact that Tosh was on lithium for depression, (laughs) they write her death off as a suicide. Okay. 
the message in blood is considered a morbid note and no one believes Michelle's theory that there's an urban legend killer on campus. I mean, that's plays pretty true because all these actual cases that we do and nobody ever wants to believe that. No, they're always like it was a suicide. It was a runaway. Mm-hmm. It's never like, oh, yeah, they, she, they that person actually got killed. It has to be something logical. Okay, so she goes to the library looking for clues related to the Stanley Hall murders and the coming up 25th anniversary. Even with the help of the library attendant, a.k.a. Mrs. Danvers from season one, episode six. God damn it. Mr. Monk and the billionaire mugger. Fuck yeah, the billionaire mugger. Cheers to that bitch. (laughs) Here's our first monk of season two. Don't worry, guys. In three years, you'll get a season three. (laughs) She doesn't find much, and they decide to talk to Professor Wexler instead. She doesn't find Wexler. Instead, she finds a hooded jacket and an axe, just like the killers. In his office? Uh Uh-huh. Very um, um, Henry Winkler in Scream. Scream. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank Love you. that. Thank you. From episode one, meet your scream team. Wexler, or no, she doesn't find him, right? But Wexler catches her. And she almost gets expelled by the dean. Needing someone to talk to, Natalie goes to confide in her bestie, Brenda, who's currently in swim practice. While waiting, we see on the news the weather woman is reporting a big storm on the way. I knew that I recognized the weather woman immediately from her role as reporter on season one, episode two, Mr. Monk and the Psychic. (laughs) Season one, episode four, Mr. Monk goes to the carnival. Season one, episode six. This is just a monk podcast at this point. (laughs) Mr. Monk and the billionaire mugger. Oh, my God. And finally, season one, episode 11, Mr. Monk and the red headed stranger. Big cheers for that one. Dude, she's putting in work. She's basically a cast member. Right. Oh. Oh, to be a part of the Monk franchise, and all you have to do is be the news reporter on certain cases. Mm-hmm. That's it. That she doesn't even get a name. She in is the first TV reporter in the first seasons, which controversial um, opinion alert. I like early Monk. I oh. like his first. I don't want to say caretaker. His first assistant. Yes, I like her better than short, flippy hair assistant. Sharona. Sharona. Mm-hmm. Sharona. That was my girl. She was scrappy. I loved her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little I, drunk, I, maybe. No. I liked she her was vibe. Everything, everything. I agree. I'm with you. Okay. After practice, Natalie informs Brenda that she knew Michelle in high school, and one night they were out driving when Michelle decided to play a practical joke by turning her headlights off. She wanted to reenact the urban legend about the gang initiation where everyone warns the driver about their lights being off gets killed. Yes. You flash your lights at the, at the car that has the headlights off, and then you get killed. So when someone finally flashed the girls, 
Michelle took things too far. They followed the car, flashing their lights from behind, causing the other car to lose control and go off the road, killing him, another high school student. Oh, that's fucked up. Good friend Brenda convinces Natalie the best way to calm her mind is by going out partying. Yay! That's what works for us. The dean is now leaving campus for the day, but before getting into his car, he does check the back seat. What he doesn't check is under the car. Underneath the car, ankle when slasher. When he gets his Achilles slashed. Oh, God, I hate that. He's crawling towards the oh. exit when the killer runs over him with his own car. Nice. At Parker's party. Not Parker's party. Natalie breaks girl code when she makes out with Brenda's crush, Paul. Oh, my God. And gets caught. The two girls leave. Paul and Parker fight. The vibe is down. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha goes to the radio station, leaving Parker at the party alone. When he gets a call from Damon... From within the house. Oh, my God. Telling him he's going to die tonight. Mm. Thinking of another classic urban legend about the call coming from inside the house. Parker goes along with the bit. Okay. Right? But what he doesn't realize is the bit is wrong and the caller's telling him to look inside the microwave when he finds his dead dog. Oh, shit. Uh, trigger alert. I blacked this part out. I did not remember this at all. And I was so bummed. <laughs> Parker rushes to the bathroom to throw up, but instead gets a beer bong shoved down his throat. Oh, my God. Followed by a concoction of pop rocks and drain fluid. Okay, well, that's not the Pock Rock's fault. That's the drain fluid. Then we see Sasha at the radio station talking to callers when the killer walks in. She's pleading and screaming for her life as people are listening, thinking it's all a bit for like Halloween. Okay. Who doesn't think it's a bit? Her friend Natalie, who goes running through the rain to her friend's rescue and also the campus cop who hears the cries over the radio and believes something's off. Okay. So Natalie gets there just in time to see Sasha get hacked to death. (laughs) Perfect. With the axe. And then she runs into Paul and they agree to drive into town for help. Outside in the rain, they find Brenda while the campus cop is finding the mutilated Sasha. So we've got Paul, Brenda and Natalie at a gas station And their phones aren't working. And the girls are noticing like a foul smell coming from Paul's trunk. Oh. And then they hear a call come from the trunk. Okay. And when they open it up, it's a dead Professor Wexler. Oh, my God. So now the girls who are previously fighting over Paul. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, he's a killer. You made out (laughs) with him. So now they're like, I know. So they're trying to run away from him. They get separated in the woods. Natalie gets picked up by a campus maintenance man who sees her on the side of the road and they're driving. And what happens? Of course, they flash someone who has their headlights off. Why? Right? Yeah. Natalie and the driver get pushed off the road. 
Um, it knocks the driver out, but Natalie escapes through the passenger window and she makes it back to campus in time to hear Brenda's cries from none other than Stanley Hall, where she finds the body of Damon Parker, the Dean. Golly. And what she assumes is a dead Brenda. Okay. Assumes. But Brenda's better than ever. <gasps> of course. Now that Natalie is right where she wanted her all along. Bump, bump, bump. Dressed in the furry hooded coat, Brenda reveals what pushed her over the edge. Michelle and Natalie killed Brenda's high school sweetheart that night in the car when they flashed their lights. It's all coming back together. And then the cherry on top. She made out with Paul. <laughs> How could you? Not Paul. So Brenda's got Natalie tied to a bed when she's ready to take her kidneys to sell to the black market. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> and just as she makes her first cut, the campus cop comes in to save the day. It gives Natalie enough time to get untied, but Brenda stabs the cop. Brenda stabs the cop and pulls the gun on Natalie as Paul walks in. Oh, my God. There's a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) The shit show. So we got campus cop is shot. We've got Brenda and Natalie and Paul. And Paul is trying to use Brenda's crush on him to his advantage. Mm -hmm. Like distract her. Right. With his charm. Mm -hmm. And... The still alive cop shoots Brenda mm-hmm. and this forces her to fall through like a second story window. Okay. So, right. It's like the force of the gun pushes her through. Okay. Paul and Natalie leave looking for help. And Paul is like, if this was a real urban legend, what would be the twist? That her body's gone. Brenda emerges from the back seat oh with an axe. God. Paul rams the car into the side of a rail of a bridge, sending Brenda's body through the windshield into the dark, murky waters below. So, yes, this is when we watch her body float away. And it reminds me of um, Emma's for Punk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the alphabet, alphabet killer. killer. Because... Uh, Elijah Dushku went so crazy because like the body floated away like mm-hmm. she couldn't figure out what the fuck like is it over right like, she lost it because they could never find body right mm-hmm. so we see her body float away and then we hear the sirens in the background as the movie ends with like our next gen of students And they're telling their own urban legend about how Brenda's body was never found. And that's because she's there with them when she tells them they've got the story all wrong. Oh, my God. Meow, meow, meow. Love it. Woo. What a movie. It's so fucking good. Nobody does it like a 90s horror movie, baby. No, it's so good. I love a 90s horror movie. I love an urban legend, and I have a list. A list. To fact check every, hopefully every urban legend. I can't wait. All right, fantastic. So I have a fact check list of the urban legends. Yeah. 
Some more in depth than others. I'm sure. And some were listed. So I just went to Wikipedia and I got the list of all the urban legends they mentioned. Which I confirmed with you. Right. Mm So some are more in-depth than others. I will tell you, here's the list, oh my God, of all my sources. Snopes.com, allthingsinteresting.com, medium.com, nerdbot.com, Wikipedia, ozarksalive.com, hmm. and americanfolklore.net. Of course. Net. Oh, <laughs> that one's my favorite. Dot net. Shout out to what is it? American <laughs> American folklore, folklore dot dot net. net. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. Shout out, yeah. Shout out to that. Hey. Uh, <laughs> we got my it. nail. Your big old nail is in the way. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start off strong with the hatchet man. Yes. Here's the problem. The hatchet man urban legend mm-hmm. is based on a real person. Oh. And there is a movie made about that person. Oh. So we're not going to go too far into the hatchet man. Should we just leave it at that? And just- no, no, no. I have ha- I have other hatchet men. Oh, okay. But the hatchet man is known, a.k.a. Richard Speck. Okay. Who has a whole movie about him. So. We will do that at a later time. Exciting. There's a few hatchet man legends. Okay. One of them, and I think this is in particular the Richard Speck part of it, is the college girls going out, going out for drinks. One goes home early, goes to bed before her roommate gets home. She wakes up to the roommate's decapitated body and a hatchet in their doorframe. Yeah. And a note and the whole thing. Sure. That might be the Richard Speck part of it. But that's that legend. And we will do that at a later date. Yeah. But there are hatchet man legends all over the U.S. There's tons of hatchet. This is hatchet man bridge. This is hatchet man road. This is hatchet man whatever. Yeah. Lots of guys with hatchets scaring horny teenagers across the continental USA. Yeah. There's also one that if you look up leads you to a bunny man hatchet man and we'll save that one for easter (gasps) so there is a bunny man with a hatchet oh my god i'm so excited right oh my god there's a movie about him as well most notable for the hatchet man that is not richard speck or the bunny man takes place on spring lawn farm i get to buy a hatchet aka (laughs) albino farm that's weird This, well, there's a whole legend. So this farm um, predates the Civil War. It's changed owners a few times over the decades before being bought by Mike Sheedy in 1914. Mike Sheedy grows this into a very prosperous farm where him and his wife raise nine kids together. Mike. God damn. Well, back then everyone had a I know, but ugh. Mike, it's a litter. <laughs> yeah. Mike dies in 1934. Of course, leaves his farm to his wife and kids. And eventually, only three sisters, only three Sheedy sisters are left in the family. And they are the caretakers of the farm. But they're older. They're elderly women. And they need help. 
So would they be considered badass big sisters? I don't know where they fall in the sibling rankings. Gotcha. So I can't say that about them. It cannot be confirmed. It cannot be confirmed that they are Babs. So, of course, they need to hire somebody to help them. And they hire a... Now, this is where we get into... None of this is confirmed. This is all rumors. Allegedly. Allegedly, they hire a caretaker who is an albino man. And allegedly, this man likes to scare off trespassers with a hatchet. Oh, okay. Now... This all morphs into the fact that... No, not the fact. This all morphs into the legend that it's a haunted farm or it's a colony, a secret colony for albino people or that even there is albino people being held against their will. What the fuck? And being experimented on by a mad scientist. What the fuck? Because it's legends and whatever. Now, this all leads to the urban legend of a couple who gets their car breaks down on a bridge now known as Hatchet Man Bridge. Oh, I love a bridge. And of course, the it's just like in the urban legend movie. They break down. The guy goes for help. Make sure you lock the car door. Uh-huh. She stays there all night. And... At some point in the night, she starts hearing a thumping on her yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the top of the car, but she's too scared to like go out. Ooh. And in the dawn, by the time the dawn breaks, the police show up and the thumping on the top of the car is What's actually him? her boyfriend's dead body hanging from the limb of a tree. And now the number one suspect of this, of course, is the albino man caretaker from wow. Springlawn Farms. None of that, of course, is I don't know if there's any fact to back that up, but that is the rumor. Okay. In 1979, the last Sheedy sister dies and the farm goes uncared for, becomes a spot for kids, of course, to probably get high and drunk, vandalism. You know it. All that shit before being burnt down in 1980. But if you go and find yourself in the woods... In that part of the world, you will still find the pieces that are left of the Spring Lawn Farm House. Wow. So and that the is ghosts that go with it. Part of the Hatchet Man legend. Okay. So that was two legends in one. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get deeper into it with Richard Speck. So at a later date. How exciting. And Bunny Man. Girl. I can't wait. Next up, we have Bloody Mary. Yes. Get ready for your British history lesson. Mm -hmm. All right. So, of course, the legend of Bloody Mary is that if you go to a poorly lit bathroom and say her name 13 times. Does it have to be a bathroom? That's what I read. Oh, okay. Has to be a bathroom mirror. Has to be poorly lit. Okay. A candle. I always just thought it was a mirror, but I love it. Okay. Now, definitely in modern history, it could be just a mirror. Yeah. But if you look it up online, they're going to tell you a bathroom I did always do it in a bathroom mirror. Of course. But I didn't know why I was doing it. Yeah. If you say her name 13 times into the mirror, a ghostly woman appears. 13 times? That's what I heard. Oh, my God. Okay. 
That's what I heard. Okay. Maybe it's three. Maybe it's 13. Uh, 13 makes more sense. Okay. And sometimes she appears with a baby and sometimes she doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes she just appears. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she laughs maniacally at you. Sometimes she comes through the mirror to physically attack you. Who is Bloody Mary? I don't know. Most likely she's Queen Mary the first of England. Now, Queen Mary is the daughter of Henry VIII. Clearly. Do you know who that is? No. That's the guy who beheaded all of his wives because they couldn't produce a male heir. Well, obviously. He has a ton of wives. He kills them all. Well, yeah, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. She's Mary is embarrassed of her dad's behavior. (laughs) She's embarrassed that she has anything to do with him. And so she basically announces that she is... um, illegitimate okay and she she bounces wow i mean i'll blame her her dad's a fucking wife i agree but she's gonna i believe she he killed her mom uh, right yeah no but that's the thing now you're going against him you're you're gonna die too well hold on now so she's illegitimate she moves away until he dies king harry dies and his one and only male heir Dies six years later. Okay. Mary sees her chance and she fucking takes it. So she leads an army into London in 1553 and wins the throne. Wow. Now we have Queen Mary on the throne and she wants to establish the country, the region of England under the Catholic Church. Now we know Bailey. No. From our previous episode, episode 88, hey. Irish as fuck. Yes. That traditionally, oh, yeah, oh we got you. That traditionally, the British throne, and to this day, is a Protestant throne. A Protestant. But Mary is a Catholic woman. So she wants to see. England as a Catholic state. Oh my goodness. Can't so we she, all just get along? No. <laughs> so she proclaims all Protestants as heretics. And back then in the 1500s, it is legal to burn heretics at the stake. Oh my goodness. So between 1555 and Mary's death in 1558, she personally sees to the death of almost three. Hundred Protestant people burned alive at the stake, earning her the title of Bloody Mary. That's like a little less than 100 people a year. But yeah, that's crazy. Now, why do they see Bloody Mary in the mirror with a baby sometimes? Well, that is because Queen Mary became queen late in life at 37 years old. She's promptly married after she's as she's um, announced queen. And two months after her marriage, she announces that she is pregnant. Now, she has a full term pregnancy, but she has no baby, no heir. It is believed that she gives birth. So what's written in history books is that she gives birth to a lump of flesh. Oh, Back then, they had no way to 
know this ahead of time. They don't have the technology. They don't have the health care to help her through this pregnancy. But she has a full term pregnancy where she gives birth to a lump of literal flesh, just a lump of skin and blood. This is actually known as a molar, a molar pregnancy. And a molar pregnancy is when an infertilized egg embeds itself on your uterine wall. Wow. So you have all the symptoms of pregnancy. And in Mary's time, you would have a full-term pregnancy, but no actual fetus or baby to show for it. In today's technology, obviously, they would catch this pretty quickly and you would deal with it. The way you got to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But in Mary's day, there was no way to catch it. And she just thought she was pregnant. And then she gives birth to a lump of flesh. Oh, my gosh. Mary dies at age 42 with no living heirs. And so the throne goes to her sister, who is a devout Protestant. And England once again becomes a Protestant nation. I always assumed that it was a stillborn. I never knew that it was just a lump of flesh. A molar pregnancy is yeah. different from a stillborn. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So like I said, I didn't know it had to be in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. The 13 was new to me. I always did the three. Mm-hmm. And then as far as the baby, I always was under the understanding that it was a stillborn. So, wow. There you go. So crazy. I have a second Bloody Mary for you, though. What? Let's get another, let's get our let's. second Kirkland hard seltzer out. Maybe. Thanks, Daddy. No, 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 no. That's the mango. Oh, God. That's but all right. We'll I mix know. it. We'll mix it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Again, could be written on my headstone. I don't know. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> just keep swimming. Just fucking breathe and you will be Fine. Right, I'm like just long, like our head is right above water. We got it. Just, we got it. We got it. We got it, baby. Like our motive. Did you like our motivational thing I posted to I our did. Instagram? It gave me that little, a little bitch. Boost. Your feet are on the ground. You what? are up and moving. We are breathing. We're gonna get ourselves a Caesar chicken wrap, and we are gonna keep fucking just moving. Fucking go. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. All right. Second Bloody Mary possibly is Mary Worth. The legend has it that she is a witch, was a witch, who would put children under her spell to lure them away where she could then murder them and use their blood to remain youthful and beautiful. Mm. She was eventually burned at the stake. So up until now, this is hocus pocus. Yeah. Right? This is hocus pocus. Absolutely. She's burned at the stake, but before she dies, she screams out, if you dare say my name in a mirror, I will haunt you. So Mary Worth is our second Bloody Mary, but let me tell you who she really was. A piece of shit. Piece of fucking garbage. Not a cool witch. Piece of shit who ran a reverse underground railroad. A reverse underground Underground railroad railroad. okay so basically she would lure in freed enslaved people because they had found themselves north and put them back in slavery and she would sell them back south to make some money cool so fuck her yeah and it the rumor is that she did this to upwards of 650 people oh my god yeah 
piece of shit Mary Worth. So that's your second Bloody Mary. Love it. I mean. How exciting. So her calling it out, though, it's say my name in a mirror. Yeah. Okay. Next up on our fact check list is that the actor in the Life Cereal commercial, Little Mikey, eventually dies after consuming a mixture of Pop Rocks and Coca-Cola. Meow, meow, meow. Is this true? Is it safe? Let's find out. The people behind Pop Rocks say it's safe to consume. Should we find out live on the podcast? Tonight, I've brought you Goulade. <laughs> Scary Berry. Okay. Popping Candy. Okay. Is this, so this is the closest we get to Pop Rocks. Well, I thought it was it's spooky themed. Okay, okay, yes. And then this. because you like Diet Coke. I'm a Diet Coke girl till I die. Bury me with a can of Diet Coke, bitch. Here they are. Let's take, wait, let's take a picture. Perfect. So we have some scary berry pop rocks. So what do we do? Do we pour them in our mouth and then take a drink of Diet Coke? Is that what we're thinking? Yep. We each get a pack, rip it open. Or I guess we could share a pack, leave the other two packs for the kids. The kids will love it. Yeah. All right. First of all, we have to open our Diet Coke, which is. You have to open everything. I know. I have to open my fucking talons. That was an easy one. Because Diet Coke, of course, they got it on lock. Why does this feel weird? (laughs) <laughs> all right here we go here's your poppy rockies Ooh, it's more powdery yeah all right you ready I got, i'm just gonna pour mine in my mouth okay you ready i mean yeah all right one two three go mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't lie. The flavor is not as bad as I thought it would be. Oh. It's really nice. And I put more Pop Rocks in there just for fun. That was a great sensation. Oh, baby. This is a good time. Yeah. I might add it to my beverage. Yeah. It's always a good time. And we're still alive, of course. That was fun. I recommend this to everyone. Yeah. We're alive. <laughs> we're having a good time, actually. And I, I really, I don't like sweet things anymore, which is so funny. Yeah. Because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Airheads. Yeah. Sour Patch Kids. My kids now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You name it. The the sweet, the mm-hmm. sugar, the sour, all of it. Now, as an adult, I'm but, like, if it's not chocolate, yeah, I don't want it. And not even like chocolate, like a good, oh. high grade dark chocolate. We're not mm-hmm. talking about just any chocolate. Don't waste my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How fun. No, this this is great. It's so funny. I was just talking to my client about that because I'm like, so when I was a kid, I always thought adults who didn't like all the junk food, all the sweet things, I thought they were just like making a sacrifice for their health. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I thought they were choosing to do that. Yeah. To like whatever like elongate their lives or whatever like i thought that was like a big sacrifice like quitting smoking yeah but the older i get the closer to 40 i get the more and more i don't like that shit i don't like junk food i don't like the shitty chocolate the shitty sweets 
I literally just talked about it today because yeah. my client was like in her 50s. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, dude, that's what it is to be old. And she was talking about how like in her walks, she has like a Shazam version of um, her son hooked her up with the Shazam version for um, bird calls. And she's like, yeah, I take my walks bird and I got my phone and I'm picking up my bird calls. I'm like, oh, that's a yellow tailed wobbler or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, because that shit gets interesting as you get older. Yeah. You fall into this like, I don't really like sweets. I don't really like junk food. Oh, I love a bird. What a bird, bird is that? I love a morning walk and some birds. <laughs> it's so fucking true. Yeah. Not the birds. Yeah. No, I'm there. I'm with it. <laughs> this new house, the birds are alive I can hear in the morning. Them. Now? Even, yes. I've heard birds out this window. So I could be crazy. In the morning, you hear them hella loud. Yeah. They're out and they're singing. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, listen to all the birds. Yeah. Oh, man. Fantastic. So we're still here. Our stomachs have not exploded. We're alive. We're better than ever. And you know who else's stomach didn't explode? That kid Mikey. Little Mikey. Of course, that's not true. The actor's name is John Gilchrist. And he is, as of 2012, still alive. And a successful, like, businessman. But he does remember that as a kid, (laughs) when this shit popped off, his mother would get, like, phone calls from... Like concerned friends of family who were upset and wishing their con- like not Mama Mikey s- spreading their condolences because they were so upset that her son died and <laughs> just like he didn't die he's he's here he's alive all right so Pop Rocks became a public candy in 1975 the rumors of exploding stomach started popping off as early as 1979 these rumors got so bad that general foods had to put out full page ads in 45 different newspapers and sent 50,000 letters to schools explaining that pop rocks candy actually have less gas in them than a half a can of your average soda They even sent out the inventor of Pop Rocks on tour to explain to people that it was safe to consume Pop Rocks and soda. And the CEO of General Foods himself went on a, what is that, a a press conference and ingested Pop Rocks mixed with soda to prove that you, it was safe. In 1983, they stopped marketing Pop Rocks in general, which just made the rumors worse, of course, because they disappeared. Um, Yeah. They come back in 1985 as Pop Rocks. And of course, they are featured on Mythbusters episode one. It's a episode one. It's a big enough rumor that it is the first thing that Mythbusters wanted to bust. That's super fucking cool. Mythbusters up the ante by mixing six packs of Pop Rocks with a six pack of Coca-Cola in a pig's stomach. And that pig's stomach grew three times its normal size, but never actually exploded. Oh, okay. Now, how did they finally get a gastric rupture? Well, that was by mixing 
a lot of sodium bicarbonate. Which always confuses me. That's different than baking soda. No idea. Yeah. I think it might be the same thing as baking soda. But just like the British way of saying it. it. Because when you watch Great British Bake Off, yeah, they use they use sodium bicarbonate. See, I truly believe it's because I see it all the time and shit, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna buy this random. It's baking soda. That's what I yes. And in Australia, on TikTok, when they're making the candy that I watch, their TikTok, the local candy makers in Australia, they use it to make honeycomb candy honeycomb candy. so they make like a like kind of a fluffy caramel and then they throw in the sodium bicarbonate mm-hmm. and it grows mm-hmm. and then it settles and then they break it up to make yeah, yeah, an yeah. airy caramel hard crunchy I chewy know candy. exactly what you're talking about yes. you know what else i know that you're talking about if you're gonna talk about down under okay you have to shout out our fan we have a fa- i don't know we don't have to know whatever. But shout out to Down Under. We, we have fans in Australia. Fans in places where spiders eat birds. Right. We love That's it. crazy. So if you are listening from Down Under right now, God bless you. We love you. We're so happy you're here. That was really exciting. Yeah, that was very. I told them that B would be very excited. And I am. I, I know <laughs> you are, girl. Okay. So the way they finally got a gastric rupture was by mixing a shit ton of sodium bicarbonate with stomach acid and soda. Yeah. Pop. No pop rocks okay. to be found. And that's how they finally got a stomach to I explode. Mean, I feel like you could do that with sodium bicarbonate and vinegar too. Like that always. Yeah. Yeah. So that myth is busted, but we will say in 2001, there was a Northern California couple who sued Baskin Robbins after their five-year-old had to be taken to the ER with stomach pains. after Baskin Robbins? After eating the Baskin Robbins flavor Shrek swirl that had Pop Rocks in it. No. And they claimed that their five-year-old had to have the air pumped out of their stomach with a tube. I have nothing to claim that as actual fact. And we should also note that the Mentos and Coke theory is also fake. Okay. You can eat Mentos and Coke if you really fucking It'll want make to. a mess. And it'll be disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So not in order. No. But just to go through it, here's some other urban legends to say fact fiction. What happened? The old lady who accidentally microwaves her dog. What the fuck was that? I blacked that shit out. What is that? So microwaves have been introduced since the 1970s. And so have the rumor that people have accidentally microwaved animals or people. Accidentally. Or people. Okay. Can I remind you of the time that my mom forgot? Yes, your PE uniform in the microwave. How could I ever forget? (laughs) Of course. I think about it more than you probably think about it. I think about it all the time. Yeah. 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 FYI, don't dry your clothes in the microwave. We had, it was probably what, a Monday morning? Yeah. Back in the day, children, you had to bring your PE uniform. Clean. To home on a Friday to get it washed 
and back to school on Monday. And Lori, B's mom, she was on our first ever Valentine's Day episode, drunk off her ass. The best. Decided to dry your PE kit, PE uniform in a microwave. Yeah. And, and it, it <laughs> what happened to it? it you tell me. It yeah, of course flames. it did. Of course it did. Was your dad even awake? No. Oh, <laughs> to be a fly on the wall when Don woke up that day. Because he usually wakes up around 10, right? And you're already at school. Of course. To Why be, would he wake up with us still there? That's I don't know. Stupid. I don't know. That's but stupid. I, God, I wish I was there when he woke up that day. To see the fucking microwave just trashed. Microwave's <laughs> trashed. P uniform is trashed. You got to buy a new P uniform now. That shit's not cheap. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. The best. Mm-hmm. Memories. Also, don't put your dog in the microwave because the same thing will happen to the dog. Yeah, that's or what I'm the saying. baby or the cat. There's or no the accidentally. Thing. Like, how do you accidentally? So that's the legend is that there's an old lady who, for whatever reason, accidentally put her dog in the microwave versus whatever she meant to put in the microwave. Okay. Now, I mean, this goes back as early as like the 1940s when they find a cat's body in like a wood burning stove. But... That cat got there without the owner's knowledge. And the owner was actually very fucking upset when they found the cat's body in their wood burning stove. Yeah. They were very, very inconsolable. Uh, Yeah. Now, there's lots of this shit that goes back. There's the there's like the hippie. There's the okay. There's the stoner babysitter who accidentally cooks a baby in the microwave okay yeah 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 Uh there is lots of shit like this the only truth to be found in any of these stories unfortunately are people who really meant to cook their pets humans people alive it was a they meant to do it it was not an accident so that's the true legend is that people really do that because people are fucked up in idle hand Mm-hmm. Idle hands. He had to microwave the hand, mm-hmm. and he thought that it like thought. Oh yeah, it didn't work. Uh huh. Now we have the kidney urban legend. Of course, the legend is that somebody wakes up in a bathtub of ice or whatever with a note saying that their kidney has this been. This cannot taken. be an urban legend. This shit has to be happening. Mm, kinda. So it goes all the way back to 1989 when a man named Ahmet moves to England for a air quote job from a Turkish, like a job offer from a Turkish businessman. And later he wakes up in a hospital because he had to. So to get this job in England, he had to go through like they tell him that he has to go through a medical check, like mm-hmm. a medical clearance. Okay. And then he wakes up three days later in a clean, safe hospital. Basically to be informed that his job was done because they needed his kidney. And the kidney was given to another patient in the hospital. And here's your payout. It's a fat payout. Congratulations. Thank you so much for signing up. Go about your business. Okay. 
the truth apparently is that Ahmet knew that that was going to happen. He was one of four that were knowingly given their giving their kidneys to these patients kind of on the black market. Mm -hmm. But surgeons and medical teams are in on it. So it's happening in hospitals. It's not happening in like weird, gross, shady backroom deals. Right. Okay. And at some point he basically flips on the whole people, the, the, what is it? It's not people, the racket Mm -hmm. and sells his story and sues them and whatever. Right. Yeah. Now, who knows how much of this is true and how much of this is fake, but all they need is a tidbit for the English press to go fucking crazy and to sell the story everywhere they can before it turns into a story about the organ black market and waking up in bathtubs of ice and your kidneys being stolen Mm -hmm. and whatever. So some truth, some fake. I guess that's the theme of tonight. Okay. Right? Yeah. Some quickies. Yes. Before we get to the meat and potatoes. Ooh. Some quickies. I don't... Was this mentioned that um, somebody has swallowed so much semen that they need their stomach pumped? <gasps> wow. Yes. Okay. So because I said that Sasha was the sex talk radio host, mm-hmm. I think it was like her first call. And it reminds me very much of love line yeah oh absolutely she called in and was like so i just swallowed and i feel like i need to get my stomach pumped okay so this uh, our generation it was little kim that little kim had swallowed so much of biggie smalls cum that she needed her stomach pumped wow take me back do you remember that no school? that's what i'm saying take oh me i back. remember it clearly no. i remember i literally remember Oh, my God. So vividly, I remember we would get dropped off by the, the in our hometown. It's called County Connection. But the city bus yeah. would drop us off. Not you because you were a spoiled brat. I am. But the rest of us had to take the bus to school. Yeah. But we didn't have a school bus. We had the city bus and it would take us to the bus stop was right across the street from our middle school. And I remember getting dropped off. And I remember walking across the street and going up to our middle school. And I remember the exact group of friends I was talking to about this urban legend that Lil Kim had swallowed so much cum that she needed her stomach pumped. Okay. I remember it clearly. Wow. That was our generation. I love it. But this urban legend goes all the way back to the OGs, Rod Stewart and Elton John. <clears throat> who Elton John is obviously a gay man. Rod Stewart, it was rumored that he was a gay man okay. and that they had swallowed so much gay man cum that they needed their stomachs pumped. What? But it also has been said about David Bowie, Mick Jagger, Andy Warhol, Jeff Beck, John Bon Jovi, Lil' Kim, um, Britney Spears, Fiona Apple. That all of these people have swallowed so much cum that they needed their stomachs pumped. This is bananas. It is obviously rooted in misogyny and homophobia. Of course. This is so crazy to me. That's why I didn't even think about like having it on the list. It 
has been talked about in Rod Stewart's 2012 autobiography. Really? Where he claims that this rumor was started by a personal assistant of his that he had to fire for their outlandish behavior. And after he fired them, they, they started the this rumor. rumor that he had swallowed so much cum mm-hmm. that he needed his stomach pump in the hospital and blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you guys should all know that, of course, this is not true. You can swallow a good amount of semen and be fine you and would, not need your stomach pump. You would think. It's to be noted that if you swallow over a liter of semen at once... I don't even know what a liter is. A lot. Yeah. It's a shit time. Oh, like a two liter soda. A two liter soda. Two Cut liter, it in yeah. half. Two, yeah. Fill it with cum. Yeah, I gotcha. Drink that, it. Hold on. <laughs> if you swallow that much semen, you might be, it might be dangerous because you're swallowing too much vitamins and minerals because semen is chocked full of things like zinc and other vitamins that you basically are taking way more than your daily you can, allotted amount. You can overdose on vitamins for and sure. you will be sick to your stomach. Yeah. You won't die. No. You won't need your stomach pumped, but you mm-hmm. might throw up. Yeah. If you find yourself in that situation. Wow. That's disgusting mm-hmm. and hysterical mm-hmm. and all of the things. Well, you know what's really hysterical? I looked that up on my salon's computer. Yes. On my salon's Google. You got to clear your I cash had, and cookies. I had to look it up. How yeah. much semen is it safe to swallow? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, of course, it's up on big, bold letters. So I had to hurry up and scroll yeah. past. Because I'm like, please, nobody look at what I'm looking at right now. I'm reading an article about something very important. Also important, the possible penis captivus, which is an urban legend that basically a man is having sex with a woman and the vagina clamps down so hard and rips off penis, the penis or that they have to go to the hospital oh. and have his penis removed or whatever that could be the movie teeth maybe yeah absolutely this of course is not true uh, no vagina is it's so gonna eat a penis it's gonna rip your penis off eventually the the, vag- the i might vaginal- claim to have one that yeah. <laughs> Eventually, the vaginal walls will relax and let go of their death grip on your penis. Anywho's, this is a hoax started on December 4th, 1884. The Philadelphia Medical News published a fake story. They didn't know it was fake, but it was fake about this whole conundrum. And it was started from... Basically, one doctor or professor wanted to embarrass his colleague. So he wrote in as that colleague that this happened. Okay. Of course, we have the spider eggs in bubble yum. Was that an urban legend? Not the movie, but it was on Wikipedia. It said it it was mentioned in the movie. It said somebody mentioned it when they called into that lady's radio show. That they mentioned spiders and bubble gum. Yeah. Okay. I'm just telling you. Okay. Not true. It was said that when bubble yum, bubble yum came out in 1976 as the world's first soft bubble gum. Yeah. That it was made soft by spider eggs or spider legs. And of course, that is not That true. reminds me of our last episode where I told you about the peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. With all the maggots and whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. And guess what happened after that? 
My kid, so sweet, my six-year-old Zoe, was at the gas station with her dad, and she picked me out a bag of Reese's miniatures because she knows that I love Reese's. And I went, mm, mm. thank you so much. And I told her, I told her about the rumor. And so we we broke each and every single Reese's. It was fine. It was a stale pack. But you were fine. But I, there, no worms. Yeah. And it wasn't to be detected. What, like holiday themed, right? I think. No. Yeah. It had been on the shelf long by the staleness. It was. It long. had been on there way before Halloween. And got that's introduced. what saved you. Thank God. All right. Thank God. All right. So the headlights flashing. Mm hmm. Right. The gang initiation. The gang initiation. This is a long standing urban legend. It can kind of be traced back to the early 80s with the street gangs in L.A. that, right, you have your headlights off and they flash and they kill you. Or no, they have their headlights off. You flash them and they kill you for a gang (laughs) initiation. Oh, my God. Initiation. (laughs) Not true. Not true. None of this really happened. In 1992, a person named Kelly of Stockton, California, was shot to death after flashing their headlights at a car full of rambunctious, mischievous teens who were joyriding around without their lights on. Not Stockton, California. If ever there was a place to have this happen, it would be fucking Stockton, California. And those two people who shot Poor Kelly, God rest your soul, were sent to prison for murder. Now, this rumor kept going through the 90s, and it eventually morphs into the rumor that there are men lurking under cars to slash the ankles of women. And originally, the rumor was that they were going to rob the women, take their shit, Mm -hmm. whatever. Of course, that leads to like raping and killing women after they slash their ankles waiting under their car. There are no actual factual cases of this happening, but there are rumors of it happening from the 70s through the 90s in North Dakota, Indiana, Alaska, Ohio, Maryland, California, New Jersey, Washington, New York, Pennsylvania, Arkansas. Oh, my geez. So all of those people have ankle slashing rumors. That's awful. Now we have the love roller coaster rumor. The love roller coaster. Oh, the urban legend. The The scream. scream. Yes. Your scream in the movie was heard on the radio. Yes. The legend has it that in the original song, Love Roller Coaster, sung by... American funk and R&B band Ohio Players in 1975 on their album Honey that you can hear a death scream Mm -hmm. in that song Love Roller Coaster. Coaster. It was remade by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, of course, for the 1996 soundtrack of the iconic movie Beavis and Butthead to America. America, which I saw with you. At the and a few of our friends 
at the um, Dome movie theater in Pleasant Hill, Which California. Which was epic. It was yeah. so But I specifically iconic. remember going there with you and a few of our friends to yep. see Beavis and Butthead do America. So I have like the script to that movie in a book with like some special features and whatnot. You are my biggest Beavis and Butthead fan that I, I know. So I'm so excited. You're my to... everything. I'm such a Beavis. Yeah. You're, I guess I'm a Butthead. You're the Butthead to my I'm Beavis. Yeah. And... There is so of course this isn't true. Well, they say it's not true. In Berkeley, California, mm. a DJ was interviewing the band and he said, Did y'all kill this girl in the studio? Because there is a scream that you can hear, apparently. And the band kind of laughed it off, but didn't answer him at the time. And that kind of fed into rumors about it. Of course. Later on, the so the rumors are that they were killing their girlfriend on wax, which is what they call it when they record it, or that they were killing a cleaning lady during their recording. Jimmy Diamond Williams claims that this is the work of Billy. Beck, who was inhaling in a type of screech on the record that sounds like a scream, but it's an in in it's an inhaled screech like that of Mariah Carey, which I'm gonna have to oh. stop him right there because fuck off with this idea that Mariah Carey is doing an inhaled screech and not hitting a fucking high no. note that very few people can fucking hit. The, right bitch who are you talking about and not the queen and inhale he's saying that billy beck is doing an inhaled screech the likes of which mariah carey does to hit those high notes no, no bitch she's not doing an inhaled screech no sir she is hitting, hitting that high note. note every time As please she does. mind your business and mind your p's and q's when you're talking about mariah motherfucking carey i love him to be the one to claim fuck off <laughs> What? Oh, because you killed a woman on record and you want to hide the body. Yeah, and then yeah. we're going to pin it on. Mm, no, not on this podcast, no. bitch. That's oh, that I love it. We're going to so, discard that paper. We are finally down to an actual true crime case, <gasps> which is the call is coming from inside the house. Yes. The babysitter case. Yes. Yes, we all know that the legend is that a, a girl is babysitting some children who are asleep upstairs. She gets a menacing phone call. That phone call changes throughout the legends. Sometimes it's maniacal laughter. Sometimes it's someone talking to her until she finds out that it's ominous, a.k.a. like in Scream, mm-hmm. right? Even though she's not babysitting, Drew Barrymore gets a call from inside the house, Love right? It. But it always ends with an operator. Somehow it works out that the operator tells her that the call is coming from inside the house and to protect the children. Okay. And usually the babysitter and the children both die at the hands of whoever made right. the phone call. This can be tied back to actual case of Columbia, Missouri, March 1950. 13-year-old Janet Kreisman is babysitting a three-year-old boy. For the Romack family. So it's married couple, Mr. and Mrs. Romack, their three-year-old son, 
They're on a date. They need a babysitter. They hired Janet. Now, as Janet is babysitting this three-year-old, it is a creepy night. Other babysitters who are watching children remark that they felt uneasy at the time. Like her friend Carol, who was also babysitting that night. Like she said, it was a cold, dark night. She had an uneasy feeling all night. It was very creepy night to be a babysitter. And this very much reminds me of the first Halloween. Oh, I was just going to say How that. all the babysitters yes. are on edge. Yes. And they're all talking to each other. I love it. Yes. Like this is fucking creepy, right? Right. right. Oh, my gosh. The feels. How exciting. It's not exciting for Janet. Well, no, obviously. she does die. <laughs> Poor Janet. Rest in peace, Janet. Sometime after the couple that she's babying, babysitting for leaves and 1 a.m., Janet is raped and strangled to death with an iron cord. Before she is unconscious, Janet tries to call the local police, which again, back then, this is before 911, right? So she has to call the police station. She's screaming and begging for help. Unfortunately, after the line goes dead, the police at that time does, do not have, have a way to trace the technology to trace the phone call to yeah. where she's calling mm-hmm. from. The Romax come home around 1.30 a.m. to find Janet dead on their living room floor. Fuck that. With severe, like, signs of a severe no. struggle. Shit no. is all over the place. Obviously, she put up a fight. Absolutely So not. cheers to her for trying her hardest. Oh, my gosh. 13 years old. Luckily, their three-year-old is okay. Still asleep upstairs. Stop. But the phone is off the hook. In the living room. So she obviously made the phone call as she was being attacked. And they could not come quick enough to help her. There is no evidence that a killer made a call from inside the house. The police went on to investigate a litany of men. And the number one suspect to this day, as far as I know of, is a man named Robert Mueller who was a friend of, I'm assuming that this is all like the same neighborhood, right? So yeah. everyone knows each other. Mm-hmm. So he's a family friend who made, has been known to make a bunch of pervy comments about Janet and even kind of felt her up in two days leading up to her Ew. murder. He tried to cop a feel. Gross. Very fucking Gross. He was known for, oh, he they found a mechanical pencil in his shirt pocket, which matched wounds to Janet's body. It matched the mechanical pencil that he would carry on his person. Oh. But it wasn't enough evidence to make an arrest, and her murder is still a cold case to this day. Oh, man. But that is the original babysitter call is coming from the inside. Urban legend. Which, I guess it doesn't fully meet the urban legend, but when you Google it, that's what pops up. So, rest in peace, Janet. We are so sorry that whoever killed you is such a big piece of shit that he ended your life so early. I have a 13-year-old. That really hits home. Right. That's just to walk home or to get home from, like, a date night. Yeah. I put my 13-year-old in charge of my 6-year-old all the time. Horrific. I was babysitting at 13. 
I was babysitting my neighbor's kids. I was babysitting our friends, younger siblings. Uh-oh. So gross. So horrific. But that is the very last one. In wow. our urban legend fact check case. We did it. Was that all of them? I can't see why not. Yeah. I love how some of them like bled into each other. Yeah. There were at least two that like became more. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So what's your look of the week? Obviously, I've got my furry hooded jacket. Who doesn't have a furry hooded jacket by the time you're in your 30s? Mm -hmm. And then I asked your child for their axe. My 13 year old has an axe. Which we also used. I've been looking it up all night. No, not this one. Oh, this is a different axe. Oh, okay. But because we did, we also used one of their axes in another episode. Yes. Okay. Well, apparently this is a different axe. And we used your husband's axe in, I think it's like episode two, sharpen your axe. That was not an axe. Oh. If the OGs will remember. Oh, you made it. I did. That's right. It was a sledgehammer. That's right. I copied. Yes. I forgot. I yeah. yeah for, uh, that was Amityville. Amityville Horror House. Mm-hmm. All right. Fun. So this one, my 13-year-old has a real actual sharp axe. So please be careful. Okay. And sword. <laughs> I don't that, need a sword. I know. I'm just telling you what mm-hmm. she has. That my husband's uncle is moving from Oregon to Texas. So, of course, when you're selling your house, what do you do? Get rid of almost all your worldly possessions to make the move easier, right? Yeah. And one of that is this weird collection of swords that he has. And he gave swords to everybody. He gave swords to my kid. He gave a sword to my 11-year-old. He gave swords to our best friend, Joe. That's a pretty big flex. Yeah. And also, I think my husband probably has a couple. But Kai chose a sword and an axe. And there's an actual like wall mount for it. So we're going to mount it to my 13 year old's wall tomorrow, probably. And the axe is actually sharp. So please be careful. But that is my 13 year old's contribution to this episode. Besides, of course, their graphic design skills. Well, I was kind of hoping that you would contribute to the episode, too. I want to get in a car and -hmm. I want to come up from behind you. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm, With the axe. We'll have to work it out. Yeah. And then also, how many knives do you give Urban Legend 1998? For you, for the list Mm -hmm. of legends, forget it. It's a lot. This is a five. All right. This is a five. Five knife review. Mm -hmm. A great bees look of the week. We'll work it out. And uh, anything else? I'm dying to see what people think of... I know. I haven't posted I, I it yet. Know. I'm going to post it I tomorrow know. morning. It's such a tease. It's going to be. I might just do a post just for your look of the week for episode 100 because it's, it's so it's good. It's a lot. It's so good. <laughs> it's a but lot. if you want to see pictures for this episode, 101, yeah. go to THC podcast on Instagram, slide into my DMs, post us on your stories. We had some people post us on their stories for episode 100, which is wow. very exciting. You get like notifications or something. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Anyways, hit us up on Instagram. Slide into my DMs. I will hit you back. I promise. And until then, keep it spooky. Keep it funky. We're going to keep this rolling. We got one more. We have one more. And the a trick so, up our sleeve. That's right. So this one will come out. And then our next one will be released 
on Halloween. Oh. Because I always release, I try to release on Tuesdays. Yeah. I, Episode 100 was a fluke because I, I was gonna lot say going to say happy Dia de los Ooh, Muertos. Sí, muy bien. So that gives you till the second. Yeah, but no, no, no. I think our Halloween episode will be on Halloween. Wow. Because it's on a Tuesday. Exciting. And that's when I normally drop. Yeah, because, okay. Yeah, we'll record Friday, take our picture Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then drop it on Tuesday on Halloween. Drop it like it's hot. But enjoy this episode right now. And if you want to like, subscribe, give us a good review. We appreciate it. Tell us what you think of all the changes. Yeah, the, the intro, the logo. Let us know it's what a, you think. Yeah, it's a lot. And other than that, we love you and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, bitches.